0: Monsieur Lapadite, to both your family and your cows, I say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Feel Better Inc proudly brings to you the greatest podcast in the world, it's Aaron Talks Films, how is everyone, I hope that you are uh, having a lovely week and I hope you are all feeling great and doing well and having fun and watching movies, that's, that's what life's all about at the moment, you know, just being with your loved ones and... Having fun and being entertained and yeah, just living each day as it comes. Um, <laughs> that was a really weird intro, but I, I just, you know, that's it's kind of how I feel at the moment. You know, life's, it's very strange and very stressful at the moment. I'm just having, I've, I've got to move my table. My table is not sitting right. It's that, that is better. I do apologise for that. Phil, if you want to cut that out, you can. If not, leave it in because I think it's funny. Um, but yeah, that's what, that's what, that's that's kind of what life is at the moment. It's very strange, it's very weird, you know, with everything that's happened over the last year or so, you know, it's, life's not the same, so yeah, I think you just kind of have to live each day as it comes. It's very morbid, I do <laughs> apologise, but you are here to listen to me talk about the weekly news and reviews and stuff from the, from the world of Hollywood, but Yeah, if you stay tuned, we've got some news on Hotel Transylvania. That's a strange one. We have some news on WandaVision. (sighs) Disney news. I love Disney news. Uh, We have news about Ben Affleck. uh, He's Batman. That's right. Ben Affleck was Batman. Do you remember that? People seem to forget. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have news. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Phil, I'm so sorry. I forgot to put my phone on silent again. This happened last week. For anyone that didn't. If you didn't listen last week, uh, right at the end of the episode, my phone vibrated and I mentioned how much it upsets Phil. when We're recording uh, our podcast, The feel Better Show. Every time without fail, my phone will vibrate and Phil will get upset with me. I do apologise, Phil. But yes, we have Adam's Family 2 news. Uh, We have Peaky Blinders news. That was a really bad impression. Of Peaky Blinders, the, the 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 Birmingham absent, I do apologize. We have news on Christopher Nolan's next movie. And we have some the, the my favorite news of the week. We have some TV news. That's right, we're dipping into the world of TV and we're gonna be talking about that 70s show. So stay tuned. Yeah, so first up, we're gonna be talking about Hotel Transylvania number four. That's right, they're on number four at the moment. Um as far as I'm aware, Adam Sandler's not in this. Um, I know there's a, a young voice actor. I can't remember his name, but he's very big on TikTok. He's very good. He does really good impressions. Um, he has been cast as uh, Drac in, in this latest instalment. So I'm not sure if Adam Sandler's in this one or if this new guy's taking over. That's not the news. That's not the point. This all happened a long long time ago. This is a news about... Um, Uh, A special announcement uh, for when Hotel Hotel Transylvania 4 slash Transformania, that's what it's called, Transformania, um, will be released. Uh, And it is coming straight to Amazon Prime Video on January 14th. So it is skipping a uh, cinema release. And it says here that um, the franchise has caused a bit of a stir in the last few days. After skipping theatres and being bought by Amazon Prime Video in a $100 million deal to go direct to the streaming platform, it was assumed that the movie would still hold its release date of October 1st, so it should have already been released. But as we all know, it hasn't. Um, and th- this sort of movie would be a big movie for this time of the year because kids love this stuff. Like, my kids really enjoy these movies. I I do as well. Um, the first one's an absolute classic. The second two were okay, they were watchable, but I really enjoyed these movies. But yeah, if they'd have released it in cinemas on October 1st, it's a surefire way to make some money, but it's not happening now. Uh, but the date came and went. Many fans were quick to vent frustration with Amazon over the movie not arriving as expected. This led to Amazon Help tweeting a reply that apologized for the new movie not being released as planned and to stay tuned which is my favorite saying i love saying stay tuned uh it's it's one that i got from batman 66 uh, at the end every episode every two episodes was like a, a, like an hour long show the first episode would be the setup and then at the end they'd have a cliffhanger and then they lead lead into the second episode with with you know the... the Batman and Robin trying to get out of the situation that they found themselves in. And at the end of that episode, they always say, you know, what's going to happen? Stay tuned. And stay tuned has always just been stuck in my head. But anyway, back to the point. Uh, So after the outcry, Amazon has now updated the official official release date to January 2022. So January 14th. So, yeah, if you've got any kids out there that are big fans of the Hotel Transylvania series, Uh, Not even just kids, any adults out there that enjoy these movies. Like I say, I think they're pretty good. They're they're, they're okay. They're watchable. So, yeah, Amazon Prime, watch out for that on January 14th. I'll give it a watch because it's free. It's going to be on there. I'm going to give it a watch. I've got Amazon Prime. So it's going to be fun to sit down with the kids and watch that. So moving on to Disney and WandaVision. Is there any WandaVision fans out there? I quite enjoyed WandaVision. I thought it was really good. (laughs) But Marvel sources have revealed uh, to Variety that Catherine Hahn will be returning as Agatha Harkness in a dark comedy WandaVision spin off, which will be written and produced by series head writer Jacques Schaefer. Great. I think this is absolutely brilliant. Catherine Hahn is so good uh, in any role that she does. She's very funny, she's very witty, she's an unbelievable actress really i mean she it's it's weird that she doesn't appear in more stuff and she doesn't get as much of the limelight as what she should because she's so good like that whole series she was brilliant spoiler alert she turns out to be the villain of the uh of the show and she does get taken out by wonder uh so i'm not really sure where where this spin-off is going to go whether it's going to be set in a parallel dimension or whether it's going to be set before or after, I don't know. But either way, I'm all in for this because that character was just absolutely brilliant. Like I say, it really, it really made the series that much better. The performance that she gave and the character that they developed, you know, it, it was sort of she was a friend to Wonder. She was trying to help Wonder through, and then it turns out that she was like this, this ancient. Ancient Witch. Um, I'm, I think she actually got a proper name in the comics. Let me just have a quick look. But, yeah, it was really good. and She was really the, – the character arc was just so superbly done, and I just think it's absolutely brilliant. Um, in the comics, uh, she is a sinister heroine and teacher of Wanda Maximov, as well as the mother of Nicholas Scratch. I don't know what any of that means. But, yeah, she's a powerful witch. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be really good to see – where they go with that character, what they do with that character. And like I say, Catherine Han in anything, you know, take my money, I'm going to watch it. And it's going to be really interesting to see where they go with this, especially with the whole Marvel Universe expanding with the, uh, you, you know, the multiverse that they're bringing out and all the different things that they can do with that. It's going to be so much fun to see what they do. And I like I say, I cannot wait. And I really hope this comes sooner rather than later because we need more Disney shows. We need more Marvel Disney shows because they are so good and they are done so well. Just, just bring us more. That's what we need. Us fans want more of this stuff. Moving on to Ben Affleck and uh, Ben Affleck's Batman. This isn't a, a massive news story, but it's just interesting in the fact that... Ben Affleck has has been very public with his, not so much dislike, but his disappointment with the whole um, situation that he found himself in when he played the character of Batman. You know, when he when he was in Batman v Superman, he, he quite obviously did not enjoy his time. Um, he is a big Batman fan. He felt that so much more could have been done with that character and the movie itself and the story. And it didn't go too well. And then we move on to Justice League and all the problems that Justice League had. And again, Ben Affleck was very vocal about his disappointment in the whole thing. And he did not enjoy it. Um, And this turned into a big problem when it came to the solo Batman movie. Ben Affleck was going to write and direct and star in in his own solo Batman story. It was going well, and then all of a sudden it did not happen. Um, So many different reasons. Like I just say, it's just the fact that he did not enjoy himself. Sorry, I've got a bit of sellotape on my table. (laughs) Uh, ASMR, I should really get into that. But, yeah, he's been quite vocal about the fact that he did not enjoy his time as Batman. But he is coming back as Batman in uh, Ezra Miller's Flash solo movie. The flashpoint they're doing it they're doing a kind of flashpoint version um and if you don't know what flashpoint is it's a story from the comics where uh the the flash accidentally travels through time and stops his mother from being killed and it changes the course of history and it changes uh the the universe around him he ends up not being the flash anymore he has no powers and it 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 creates a whole kind of different I want to say multiverse, but it's it's kind of like that. It's just a different, different version of the DC Universe where uh, Batman is not Bruce Wayne. Batman is Thomas Wayne. And in the alley, it was actually Martha Wayne and young Bruce Wayne that were murdered. So Thomas Wayne turns into this serial killer version of Batman. And it's crazy. Um, and there's so many different things that happen in that story. It's a really good book. I recommend going and checking it out. There's even an animated version that's so good. Uh, so so the Ezra Miller Flash movie is kind of uh, following that that storyline. Um, not directly, but it's being you know, influenced by that. So Ben Affleck is back as Batman. Um, and he said he had a blast shooting on this. I, I cannot carry off that saying he had a blast because I'm very British. Uh, and he was very grateful for that after the last experience he had as Batman. And he was quoted as saying, It was a really nice way to revisit that as the prior experience had been difficult. This was really lovely, really fun. I had a great time. I'm probably under some gag order that I'm not even aware that I probably just violated and I'm now going to be sued. (laughs) That would be interesting. I love Ezra and I had a chance to see Jason uh, Momoa, who's over there in the UK making Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So yeah, Ben Affleck's happy uh, reprising his role as Batman. Maybe he's not doing it as much. Uh, as far as I'm aware, he's not in the movie that much. But it's just nice for him to pop up and see some old friends and reprise the role that you know he he really wanted. He's a, like I say, he's a massive Batman fan, and he wanted to he wanted to play that character and he wanted to make these movies. But he was just disappointed in the way it was handled and the way that the character went. So it's nice for him to come back and kind of get that closure and you know have an experience that you wanted to have the first time around so it's very nice for him and I'm very happy and I'm, I'm quite looking forward to that movie uh again another piece of news that's not really a big thing but I just saw it and I thought I'd just take a little note of it because I thought it was quite funny um uh, the Adams Family uh animated movie that I've not seen uh, apparently it's quite good apparently it's quite funny uh uh, one of the stars of this movie was Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. Uh, he's in the upcoming Ghostbusters Afterlife. He's 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 in It as well. He's very he's a very good young actor. Uh, but he played the role of Pugsley. Pugsley? Pug- Pugsley, yeah. I always get confused with the one I bet that we have over in Britain. But yeah, he voiced the character of Pugsley in the animated version of Adam's Family, and it basically just says here that Finn Wolfhard could not reprise his role as Pugsley in The Adam's Family 2, the upcoming sequel, due to his voice changing. That's right, he's going through puberty and he can no longer play that version of Pugsley because his voice has dropped and his voice sounds completely different. But but it's not, again, it's not a big uh, groundbreaking news story that really needed reporting on, but I just thought it was funny that. You know, this guy who's, again, a tremendous – um he's a tremendous star and he's very talented and is he lent his voice to this character and his voice had a certain twang to it at the time and now all of a sudden he cannot reprise a role because he's going for PB. I just think that's quite funny. Uh, but, yeah, Adam's Family 2 is coming. Man, we're getting so much Adam's Family content right now, aren't we? Um Yes Peaky Blinders movie will begin filming in 2023 uh, says the series creator. I I I'm totally up for this. Um I've only seen the first series of Peaky Blinders and I remember really enjoying it. Um I watched it when it kind of first came out. Uh, I was watching it week to week on TV and I found it really enjoyable and I really did get into it. But I never went back for season 2. Uh, it's one of the things that I kind of regret because with them sort of shows, you really have to keep with them. Otherwise, you can kind of trail off and never really find the energy to get back to them. But again, I enjoyed it. So at some point, I will get back and, and try watching it. I, I tried re-watching the first season again, just as a kind of reminder, because now there's five series and there's also a six series coming. So yeah, it'd be nice to kind of go back and revisit that and try and um, get into this this big Peaky Blinders fandom that is it's it's a big thing it's a big huge massive thing <clears throat> uh, but yeah the uh, the movie spin-off is coming uh the series right uh the creator Stephen Knight and he's quoted as saying I'm going to write the feature will be which will be set and shot in Birmingham and that will probably be the sort of the end of the road for peaky blinders as we know it uh, he's also confirmed that there could be spin-offs related to the Peaky Blinders world, which is a sentiment he's expressed previously. So, yeah, uh, season six is coming. And then not long after, we will be getting a Peaky Blinders movie to kind of wrap up the whole story, which, which is great and fun. And I really, again, I'm going to try and get back into the series so that I can... Refines my love for those characters and that story and then eventually we'll get to the movie and i'll be able to review it on my youtube channel aaron talks films cheap plug there but yeah i'm looking forward to it without even planning it i seem to have made a brilliant segue here uh cillian murphy is set to play j robert oppenheimer in christopher nolan's next movie which is titled Oppenheimer. <laughs> um, now, I, as far as I'm aware, Oppenheimer was the creator of the atomic bomb. Uh, let me just double check that. J. Robert J. Robert Oppenheimer was an American theoretical physicist who was professor of physics at the University of California. Um, he was the wartime head of the Los Alamos Laboratory and is among those who are credited with being the Father of the Atomic Bomb. There we go. So, yeah, Christopher Nolan's next movie is going to be set in World War II, uh, centred around J. Robert Oppenheimer and his friends creating the first atomic bomb. And that character will be played by Cillian Murphy, who is brilliant. Yes, he plays Thomas Shelby in Peaky Blinders, like we just discussed. But he's also been in so many other movies. He He's most well known for being Scarecrow in uh the the Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy. So he's good friends with Christopher Nolan. We already know this. He was in Inception. Um he was the guy that was getting Incepted uh by Leonardo DiCaprio. He what else has he been He was in Twenty Eight Days Later, which I recently rewatched and he is brilliant in that movie. Uh he was in A Quiet Place Two. Um he's been in so many different movies and I think he's an incredible actor. Uh at one point, it was actually my pick for the next James Bond. Um, I think that may uh, that ship may have sailed now. Um, go and check out uh, the Feel Better show where me and Phil discuss our choices for the next James Bond as well as reviewing the movie screen. But, yeah, at one point, Cillian Murphy was my choice. But, yeah, great actor. Uh, Christopher Nolan's a great director and a great storyteller. So it'll be really interesting to see what he does with this. Uh, and it'd be nice to learn a bit more about history. You know, I had a very small amount of knowledge about who this was and I knew that the name was connected to the atomic bomb. Now I'm going to learn more and it's going to be told to me by some great storytellers. So excited. Very excited. And now my favourite piece of news from the week, because not only is it, it's kind of good news, but it's also kind of bad news. And it's pissing a lot of people off. And I think it's great. Um, Netflix has ordered. Uh, a spin-off from the Fox sitcom, That 70s Show, and it will be called That 90s Show. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's um, the, the sequel to That 70s Show and That 80s Show. I'm not sure uh, what characters were in That 80s Show. I'm not sure if it carried on from the original story or whether it was just, you know, a, a name... Only kind of thing, but yeah, I really I loved them, that seventy show. I thought it was great and it was very groundbreaking. It was very interesting. This nine, this uh, that 90s show uh, will actually be bringing back um, uh, the creators Bonnie and Terry Turner are on board. Uh, but the big news from this: Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jo Rupp will be reprising their roles as Red and Kitty. The the parents to Eric Foreman uh, in that 70s show. Great actor, great actors, actor and actress. Let's just say actors. Brilliant actors, brilliant characters. I adored their um, their chemistry and just some of the storylines that they had in that show were just unbelievable. And it's really good that these two characters are coming back. Now, obviously, this has upset a lot of uh, fans of the show because, like I say, that 80s show was not well-received and they can kind of see some parallels with this happening but if the original creators are on board and some of the original stars are on board it's only those two for the time being Red and Kitty but you know if they get some more you know like Wilma, Valder, Wilma Valderrama, Ashton Kutcher, uh, of Grace, um, Mila Kunis and uh, all the others if they can get those back great even if they're just as cameos that's brilliant because it will it will connect those two stories together and it will kind of make it a bit more watchable um but yeah uh, this uh from what i've read the series returns to wisconsin in 1995 uh wisconsin where the original show was set um and it is going to uh center around Leia, leah foreman Uh, who is the daughter of eric and donna um she's visiting her grandparents for the summer where she bonds with a new generation of point place kids under the watchful eye of kitty and red uh brilliant i think it's great it's a great way to like i say connect those stories bridge that gap uh but also tell a new and fresh story and again if you can get some of those original characters back brilliant um so, yeah, I'm all up for this. Um, it's not costing me any money. So if it's bad, then, you know, who cares? We still have the original, that 70 show that people can go out and enjoy. Um, yeah, so who knows what's going to happen? Um, I just think it's interesting and funny that some people are upset and majority of people just don't care. Uh, we'll see what happens. And now it's time to discuss what Aaron has watched this week. Um, is that the segment name that I came up with last week? I can't remember. What has Aaron watched this week? Aaron has watched um, uh, the Resident Evil uh, Welcome to Raccoon City trailer came out on Thursday. Um, Interesting trailer. Uh, Very, very interesting. Um, A lot of people have many different thoughts. I have some thoughts. Uh, Go and check out my reaction video to that on my YouTube channel, Aaron Talks Films. Before that trailer came out though, I decided to start watching the original Resident Evil movie with Mia Yovovich, and it is, it's a movie, isn't it? Yeah, I have gone on record many, many times, I love a zombie movie, I love a good zombie movie, I love a bad zombie movie, you know, as long as it's got zombies in it in some kind of sense, I can find enjoyment in these movies. Now. At the time this movie came out, and it's another one of those that upset a lot of people. You've got the the Resident Evil diehard fans, the diehard fans of the games, and they were pissed when that movie came out because it is not anything like the games. Now, there's two ways of looking at that. You want to tell an original story and give people something different to watch so that they're not just retreading old things. But at the same time, if you're uh if you're making a movie for that fandom you kind of have to give them what they want so yeah it's it's a tough one because that movie's not that bad you know it's it's pretty decent i mean it's it's very silly it's very over the top there's some bad acting in it there's some bad like cgi and and stuff and you know the story's not great it's not very coherent but I don't know, I just really like it. I think it's a really funny, enjoyable movie. It's very quick. It's only like an hour and a half. So, if you know, they, they do sort of, of refer to the games as well. There's some stuff from the original games that I remember that is in that movie. But, you know, <laughs> at the end, let's put them in Project Nemesis. Like, yeah, okay, we we remember Nemesis. You don't have to kind of crowbar that in just to satisfy the fandom. But... Yeah, I mean it's it's fine, it's 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 fun, it's it's action packed, it's like I say, it's very silly and it's very over the top. The whole series as a whole gets very stupid. Um I've decided to watch through them all. I'm gonna start watching the second one today. Um but yeah, it's it's campy and it's bad, but in a good way, if that makes sense. So yeah, I have watched Resident Evil. Um, what else did I watch it's it's a spooky season isn't it so I'm trying to do some more like horror themed stuff um, <laughs> yes um, so today um, I woke up early with my kids uh, I let my wife lay in because she's been working hard this week and she's not been very well so Saturday morning the kids wake me up at around 6.30, 7am, so I come downstairs with them, put the telly on so that they can, you know, wake up nicely and relax and chill, I did their breakfast, and I just kind of sat down and I thought, I, I need to watch something, I need to watch something on my phone so I can kind of wake up as well, um, but I need something that's not too heavy because obviously the kids are there and I can't sit there and watch, you know, like Pulp Fiction or something because it's a Quentin Tarantino movie and my kids are sitting right there. So I, th- I, I was going through Amazon Prime and I stumbled across something that was just absolutely perfect for this time of year. For someone like me that is a huge nostalgic and, and remembers the good times from the 90s and the, uh, the movies and the TV shows that I watched as a kid when I used to get home from school and I stumbled across Sabrina the Teenage Witch starring melissa joan hart um the the tv show not the movie uh which actually had ryan reynolds in it. that's right ryan reynolds was in sabrina the teenage witch go and look it up yeah i watched the tv series uh again with melissa joan hart um and it's just it's one of those after school shows where you know she's a young witch and she's trying to make her way through high school uh just after discovering that she is a witch and she's living with her aunties who are witches and they're trying to teach her the ways and every every episode it's kind of like there's, there's an underlying message and you know you kind of need to learn a lesson but it's just it's wrapped around some corny 90s dialogue and you know good special effects I'll tell you what some of the magic that they do and I'm like this is from the 90s and it's a TV show where 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 did they get their budget from? But it's just crazy kind of watching it back. Um, I'm, I'm just kind of watching it out the corner of my eye whilst I'm doing other things. But I just think it's a good little trip down memory lane and it reminds me of simpler times when I was younger. And it's, I don't know, there's just something about it's it really enjoyable to me. And I think I'm going to carry on watching it. There's not seven seasons as well. So I've got a lot of catching up to do. But yeah, that's the end of the show for this week. We've had some some great news and we've had some great reviews about uh, Sabrina and the Teenage Witch. I nearly say Buffy the Vampire Slayer every single time. Now, that's a good show as well. Also on Amazon Prime. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I tried to get a guest on this week, but no one replied. So um, it's another solo outing from me. So hopefully, next week I can get a guest on and we can have a, a good conversation uh, and it will be fun. But, yeah, this has been Aaron Talks Films, the podcast. Like I said, uh, I am on YouTube, Aaron Talks Films, just Aaron Talks Films. I'm also on social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Letterboxd, um, MySpace, uh, AOL, uh, (laughs) all of them. I'm I'm just typing Aaron Talks Films on Google and you'll find me everywhere come at me let's have a conversation uh aaron talks Films pod at gmail.com as well if you want to send me an email we'll have a conversation if you want to send me some uh, a movie to watch a review or if you want to send me some news that i you know i might have missed out on or uh you know recommendations for things to discuss then come at me come and find me send me a message and we'll have that discussion and it will be great great fun But yeah, uh, that's the end of the episode. I can't remember my sign-out phrase, so I'll just say stay tuned. Uh, Stay tuned for next week. Um, Thank you very much for listening. I hope you're all going to have a great week, and I appreciate you all. Goodbye.